0: The Bills draft party. What was that? Two weeks ago? A week and a half? Twenty uh, fifth of weeks, April. Yeah. Let's see, okay, okay. Yeah, so the two day weeks ago. Birth, two though. weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Wow, that really went fast.
1: I know the weeks are flying by right now.
0: Once it once it gets above forty, we all lose our minds. All right,
1: Let's Brandon, see. do you want to do some introductions real quick? Yeah, I'll jump in. Um,
2: we have Jeff Kroll, Zach slash Maniac. What what do you like being called?
0: I mean, whatever you got to call me. I moved to uh. New York. I, I was born in Buffalo, moved, moved to Westchester, New York, moved back to upstate New York. People called me Mike Jones because it was like the popular rapper oh. at the time. So literally, I had a school full of people calling me Mike Jones. I oh, this is high school. High school. High school, okay, yeah. 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 Oh, I was getting detention slips with Mike Jones on them. Then I moved, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going way too long on my intro here. Went oh, to no, you're Syracuse, good, man. got a nickname there. Then went to Trainwreck, and now I'm Maniac. So it's just a name, man. Zach Maniac. Just Mike don't, Jones. Just don't call me a douche, like everyone on the internet.
2: Can I? Can I say? <laughs> won't can I use that. Mike Jones? Oh yeah. I think that's Whatever where I want go to go with right that's now. What,
0: I like to give people the full buffet of options. And when I introduce myself, when I'm around like high school friends, I have to be like, "Hey, my name's Zach," but people might call me Mike Jones because people come up to me and they're like, "Yo, Mike," like "Yo, MJ," like, Yo, MJ. like they do that. MJ. Like, all right. What are
1: you talking about? Oh yeah, that's right. You must know me from high school. Man, I have one name. That's what's, it. What was the worst yeah, thing you got? I don't you really got have in, a nickname
0: uh... to throw out there. What was the worst thing you got detention for? Uh, well, one time I got detention, well, this is like the weirdest story. And this was, I would say my like, I'm here moment in the high school was I was in like the library and I went to Clarence. So it's not like a, you know, I'm not like uh, the guy from eight mile where that's like a secret. I didn't yeah. go to a private school. I got to keep that on the down low <laughs> with that said. Yeah. So I w- wasn't familiar with how the school was. So I'd only been at the school a couple weeks. Like I knew of a couple of the bathrooms. So I get a hall pass for the bathroom. And I'm, like, walking down the hall to the nearest bathroom in my mind. And the librarian comes after me. And she's like, oh, no, you don't. I know your style to go running around the halls when you get a hall pass. Like, you know, apparently, like, kids are running around the hall. That's what she thought I was doing. I literally get detention because, like, she's trying to make an example of people doing this. Next thing you know, I'm in detention for going to the wrong bathroom.
1: Yeah, I don't know how to explain that to your parents. Like, yeah, uh, mom, I got detention from using... The wrong bathroom. No, no, no. Not like the girls' bathroom, but just like a different bathroom in the high school. That's four guys. I know.
0: Using using the wrong bathroom in, in tw- 2006 is a lot different than using the wrong bathroom yeah, in 2019. I, I feel like
1: if Marty was here, he'd have so many comments. I
2: never got detention. I don't, I don't have a detention story. I never got detention. Jeff?
3: God, we're going back so many years, I'd have to think about it. Nothing memorable, put it that way.
1: Fifth grade, but I'm not telling that story. <laughs> all right, fifth hold on. Grade. Mom,
3: listen to the podcast, Tim. I'm here not we, telling oh,
1: no.
0: any stories from
3: the fifth grade.
1: That's all I'm saying. Here we go. We got, we got the crotch-grabbing good right, grabbing let's, let's check this video out here.
0: So I'll give a little play-by-play. We're doing a setup outside of the thing. I'm about to sign off. This guy just comes up.
1: Oh, my
2: God. And then, yeah. And he just walks away. He really
0: nonchalantly walked away.
2: And you know, you that was the know, most impressive part. And you don't know who he, he is. He committed
3: a and sexual I'm, assault and just away. The, I'm
0: still hot on the microphone. Yeah, he really... It was like when you when you would be at a party. I don't know if you guys ever like throw up from drinking. but you uh, ever do, you ever do yeah. like a secret throw up? Oh yeah, you're like no, I'm like, good. I mean, I'm good there man. There she was, uh, blah. Like I'm just a stride, and then you're still walking. That's what he did. He did a secret harassment. That's,
1: you you yeah. said crotch grab, but that was a dry hump too. Oh That's yeah, like, he, he did was everything. definitely. It was like uh, like a newborn puppy on your leg there.
0: And you want to <laughs> know? You want to know what his battle cry was?
1: Hey. <laughs> uh, of course it was. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh man! Well, just
0: to be clear, we're all talking about something where if I was a female, he would have been arrested probably on the spot. Oh yeah, 100%. absolutely, hundred percent, But you know what? I think it just sums up to when Bill, like they were, so, we were so close to the draft. People at that party, they were losing their minds.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, everyone was very excited for it.
0: Well, nobody wanted to trade up. Everyone was losing their minds over uh, trading up for Quinn, and now the Jets got him. I mean, are we worried about that? No, you know?
1: I don't think so. I think we got the guy that we wanted.
2: Yeah, I was telling them, uh, they came over to my place for the draft, and the draft is so funny that we invest so much of our time, at least I think all, everyone at the table does, regarding players that they look into, like, oh, who should we get? And then in one instant, you're like, well, F you, man. I don't care about you anymore. You went to the X team. Yeah. Go. I don't oh, care yeah. about you anymore. I hope you I hope you fail.
1: Yeah, I hope, I hope <laughs> your career is a failure and you lose all your money.
0: Well, I think you get the whole spectrum on that. You get people who are like that, and then you get people like, Oh, I had I had him with a A- grade oh. and I knew when the Houston Texans grabbed him around 4, we'd be regretting that for years. Yeah,
1: it, it Oh, that one's going to come back to bite <laughs> us that 5th <fifth> round pick. <laughs> I I like who we got at Oliver. I, I mean, I like so the far Lord. the people we The got. only
0: time I've ever regretted not getting a player besides Rob Gronkowski who we knew was not going to come to the Bills was Chandler Jones when he came out of Cuse because he went to, like, the fourth round. And not only did he last to the fourth round, he went to the Patriots, who yeah. he did very well for. Us. So I, I saw him length- at Cuse, and he was very underrated.
1: And he had a lengthy career. He went to, what, Arizona after yeah, that? he went to Arizona
0: yeah. got a huge contract. Like That was a the classic Patriots move. Play really well in our system, and then we'll ship you off for value, and the next team gives you a huge contract that there's going to need someone to buy you out of.
1: Oh, yes. I hate them so much. They just The, the name Patriots just pisses
2: me
0: oh, off. Oh, it does. It makes me a little
1: upset. I don't even want to visit Boston, despite Raghavan's attempts to convince me that it's a nice place. You'll still visit Boston. Too. No, I, you say I actually that, really you'll be there. don't think I'll you'll ever go to Boston. You'll, you'll go either. to Boston. It's, it's a very nice
0: place. The people. Yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah.
2: See, the, the teams have made me so pissed off that i walk into boston you know I, i've been to boston multiple times i'll go in there go to the bars and be like oh this is really nice and then like one person starts talking i'll be like man i freaking hate you and then i instantly like this city sucks that's it great city city sucks though don't like it don't like boston at all hate it say it yeah
3: <laughs> Done. You, did you Done. Go,
2: you went to college in
3: not near in, boston? Not in boston no so i went to college in uh, new hampshire okay. so Boston's the closest city it was about two hours away so you so went we did go there to
1: college in the suburb of boston
3: yeah, a suburb of Boston that was two hours away in the state yeah, of New Hampshire. That's that's where I went. Dartmouth. Yeah, Dartmouth. Yeah. Dartmouth. yeah, two hours away. So we went there a bunch just on like weekends and stuff. And you know it's a cool place to hang out. But you're right. You talk to people the second you start a conversation with somebody about sports, you just want to punch them in the face. And uh. the Red Sox were the big deal back then when when I was in school. Like the Patriots. Remember when the Patriots won their first Super Bowl? We weren't rooting against the Patriots at the was, time. It was, was like an awesome story. Sick.
0: I was rooting for them because yeah. was oh. idiot. it was, was a, an yeah, It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. Listen, it we was, a, it was a big deal. They
3: were the good yeah. guys, and then it kind of changed over the years, didn't it?
0: And they even had a cool story for one year, like the underdogs story. One yeah. year, okay, like you come up when and they won like, their yeah. second one. Even one I hated Bledsoe them. playing yeah. in the AFC Championship game was Absolutely. a great story part of that year. Absolutely. And then they just decided to make it last for 17 years. What the hell is wrong with them? Say 18 years, 19 years. I'm done with it.
1: They the second one was like oh that's cool they won again the third year like all right come on guys that's enough yeah. and then ugh. they c- they're on their way to a grand slam right now of
2: sports uh, yeah. red socks one patriots won bruins and celtics are still alive celtics are not celtics alive, are not they, alive. Got they got, locked out last got knocked night. out last night yeah. guess what thank you good yeah and,
0: and you know why that's the worst to me of all because if you've ever met a boston sports fan and i've met a few they prioritize the bruins like three or four i hate to say it but like Have you ever met a Boston sports fan? It was like, the Bruins are my my go-to team. No, it's always the Sox, the Patriots, and then you're getting the Celtics or the Bruins. And it's just... I mean, imagine having the Sabres as your third favorite team. I mean, that just seems foreign
2: to me that'd be yeah it'd be well we only have two I know, so. that's what i'm saying yeah. i bandits
0: I, i'm i'm on a lot of bandwagons usually i got on the buttes bandwagon three weeks ago was that bad timing am i bad luck <laughs> yeah i don't know man. And, <laughs> yeah there's not a league
1: anymore is there
0: no there's a league, league. there's a league it's basically the pagula's just privately owned the butes yeah and now they don't anymore
1: yeah they essentially like i guess in unison with a lot of other people because the league doesn't know what the hell it wants to do and the players are striking because they want equal pay but for a sport that right now is just gaining traction and they're like, no, we're going to strike it. Yeah, I just, I don't, I get it. I agree that they deserve equal pay. I just don't think not having your league play at all is the way to do it. What does do that it. mean?
3: So help me out because I don't understand this. What, what, what do you mean equal pay? Yeah, equal the, according so to who?
0: Like by ratio of like attendance and followings, that kind of, because basically okay. right now. They're operating, in a sense... Well, not even the Buttes. So this is why it's a crazy thing and why it was such a big deal for the Buttes to get behind this movement, the for the game movement, was that a lot of these players... So the teams that aren't privately owned, basically all of them except the Buttes, had not great conditions. I I can't say everything specific because this is just what's being told to me by a lot of the insiders. Like I know Lindsey D'Arcangelo at The Athletic was talking to me about this. And basically imagine you being a professional athlete and supposed to be like performing at a professional level and then ready for like national tryouts and everything like that where you don't have compensatory conditions to where like you have to be working another job like 45 to 50 hours a week 100 percent almost to like be getting by to make up for the time you're spending with team they were saying like a thousand to maybe two thousand dollars a year like it's Essentially, There's like nothing, a, like a prize intermural, like you know what I mean. That's all they're making. Well, some of them, like I guess the average like player, some of them are making more than that. Um, so yeah, I mean the big thing was, and this is why it was so crazy when it happened, was that yeah, the Buttes actually have it a lot better than a lot of the teams. They have like privatized workouts, uh, meals, and then I think they work with them on housing to like make sure that it's like you know very you know, achievable conditions. I mean, I'm not talking about the house status, I'm talking about the cost and everything like that.
1: But I mean, yeah, I mean at that point, like you said, it's it's almost like arena, like people, people who are just like, hey, I'm just gonna do this it's it's almost it's almost the same as us playing like social sports at that point, honestly. Like you're not what you say two thousand. And then then imagine on
0: a Tuesday they're like, we want you to go do this program like and I'm not even trying to be like a dick, but like with these kids at this like middle school and you're gonna take four hours out of your day to do it. So if you're going to work this day, well, you're kind of screwed or like, like, you
1: know, hey, uh, I know you have like a 40 hour a week job, but uh, we got to go travel to like Toronto or we got to go travel to wherever one of these other leagues is. And you got to take time off from work like it's just not possible for people to do it.
0: So essentially when they're looking for like equal pay in that regard, they're looking to just get out of the zone where it's an inconvenience to be like playing in this league for a lot of these people. So and they deserve that. I mean, these guys are professional athletes. I don't think I wouldn't be out there you know, picketing saying they deserve hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars because the league following isn't at that level yet, obviously. But if you saw some of the playoff moves they were making last year, I mean, there's definitely a following behind it where they should be paid a level where they are, quote-unquote, pro athletes.
1: I mean, it's big at the Olympic level. At least there, it's, you know, but that's only still the top, what, 20 people from the country? Let alone, like, just all the the teams and everything for it, so. No, definitely.
2: Uh, Uh... Zach, I'd love to really quick rundown. Like, how'd you get involved with Trainwreck?
0: Okay, so this is the thing. I took us right off kilter right away. We had like no. a, we had a mini plan, and I was just you're like, fine. How about the bells?
1: Hey, <laughs> no man. You know what? This podcast <laughs> keep could be going. Anything oh that gosh, you want it we, to we 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 go off I was, topic. I was checking like because I was looking. I was like, was it just this
0: last episode that was over and on? But you guys are just churning out doozy after doozy with like <laughs> monster. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so one like,
1: one thing, real quick, just turn the mic so you're talking to it like okay. this. Yeah, I there feed just do so it more. Yeah, so we can hear you just a little bit better.
0: It's easy because I'm screaming at everyone here. No, it's all right. I don't know. Okay. Uh, okay. So Trainwreck Sports, uh, just about two and a half years ago, started. Al, degenerate Al, um, really just fed up and, to be honest, pretty lit after a Bills game was just like, we don't deserve this, and it was right after the dildo tosser uh, <laughs> Bills game. So. The, I think the account had been created, and some moves were in like, like part before that. But then the dildo tosser happened because this is what how you know I see it, and it kind of blew up in a in a mini way. That was when people were talking to me about trainer Sports. Did you see this things Al's working on? It's like you know uh, not exactly you Wait, know, was, by the book news. Was he thing. the
1: thrower or
0: no, no no Al wasn't the thrower or anything. Al was just like a you know witness to it, and he had the network. To get the dildo tossers. I'm sorry. So the oh, dildo tossers okay. were on Trainwreck Sports like the next day. Oh, okay. Like okay. with an interview. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. I, I forget the timeline. Might have been a couple days after. But then the New York Post is picking up like this storyline as reported by Trainwreck Sports. And we're just like, well, that's ridiculous for like the New York Post to be like picking up Trainwreck Sports. So I was talking to him about it. And he's like, you know, we'd love to have you on for an episode like just to rant. And I love talking about sports. I've always loved news sports. The only thing is, I mean, I hate to say it, like, the traditional news out there, it's just, like, when you start a news job, you really got to, like, work from the bottom up. Like, shout out to my guy, Matt Beauvais, sports director now at WKBW. Oh, no, it's
1: huge for him. I was surprised by the move because Biscali's been there, what, seven years now yep, or something grinding. Like that? Yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, yeah, he's... Born and raised in Buffalo, it's cool for him to, to be able to be up there at the, the top of the station for Channel uh, 7. Hey,
0: I think that's a smart move by them. He's invested in the hometown, so you get a guy who you don't have to worry about jumping you know, necessarily to a bigger network right away unless he gets an awesome offer, which he probably will because, again, he's very good and he's great on uh, media especially. So fast-forwarding, I do an episode. It was really fun. I come on for a couple more episodes, and I'm like, people are just picking this up. Like We had Matt Barnaby on there. We had Alan Green from uh, UB on there talking about like, and we're we're like, why doesn't Cleo Max brother have like a scholarship offer from UB? Like, isn't that kind of a joke? Like that the best player in UB uh, program history doesn't have a scholarship? Or he's like, well, there's many things to that. Literally 36 hours later, Cleo uh, Max brother had an offer and it was accepted to UB. So it was like, so and that,
1: Alan Green's the former, right? For, for me, former. So that's G-der. the whole
0: other thing. So Athletic then director, yeah. We're going along, Al's breaking stories. So it's basically just been. Very much guerrilla news warfare, I guess you say. We started very unconventionally. Trainwreck Sports was just like a once a week show where it was we would get together and we'd be like, "What what's happened this past week? Let's talk about it." Bills, Sabers, genuine stories. Like when it gets to NBA and unfortunately NHL playoff season, there hasn't been many Buffalo storylines except former players. So we would do like finals specials and everything like that for those. My involvement, yeah, I mean, it all stems back from that. But since then, it's been about, you know, these teams all deserve kind of a genuine perspective. You can tune into 247 Buffalo News WGR and you're going to get that filtered. This was professionally produced for this set of audiences and we're targeting this group and we want to make this happen. And we, and if we're WGR, I mean, I'm not taking a shot because I love my guy Nate Gary. I love my guy Jeremy WGR on Twitter. Uh, but you know, they're not going to really piss off the bills too much being like the official
1: radio outlet of the bills. There's only so much that yeah, they can like, say. So th-
0: that's the thing. Yeah. You, if you want, you know, to hear what people are actually thinking and not just sugarcoat and everything, maybe you might tune into, Hey, whether it's game on or train or sports.
1: Yeah. I mean, even ours where we have some stuff that we're limited on what we can talk about, uh, just cause of, you know, league sponsors for the actual leagues. None of them sponsor this podcast. They don't care about it, but no, not at all. Um, so. but no, I, I think, and we've heard this uh, from a couple of people that we know, they're like, oh, yeah, Trainwreck, I've heard of them. They're the ones who cover UB because you guys are probably the only ones who do that extensive uh, of coverage for all of the sports that are there at UB, whether it be football, basketball, both women's and men's. Um, it's tough to find that around. I mean, you get the same thing you said on WGR. You get the morning interview, you know, maybe with the coach once a week, and then it's just right back to Sabre's talk or right back to Bill's talk. They barely weigh in on it if not for maybe a segment here or there. So it's cool that you guys have found a niche in doing that, and then obviously all the other stuff that you cover in addition to that. So,
0: I mean, and you said it, I think you identified exactly what happened. I mean, we were about a year and a half in, two years in, and we were looking at it. We don't have a Bills press pass. We don't have a Sabres press pass. We've gotten a UB press pass, and we've gotten a Bandits press pass. I mean, we got to make do with what we can. In all fairness, the Sabres actually turned us down. I've never, like, publicly talked to us, but they're like, we don't know what you would use a press pass for. And that's all fair because I could just get up there and I could just start wheeling and dealing with the microphone and saying all kinds of ridiculous stuff. That's totally fair. But um, what I did, I mean, what we did when we were working with, whether it was UB football, Lance Leopold, uh, the men's team, I mean, Al had extensive connections, unfortunately, with the Oates coaching staff, Coach Hodgson yeah. and Coach Oates. Al had, or Al had like personal connections with them, to be honest. So they gave us great access that... Not a lot of other news outlets gotten. and we realized, yeah, if we're going to cover one team at depth, should we cover the Sabres, Bills, or UB? It was kind of like nobody's really covering UB that much, although shout-out to Channel 4, who signed an exclusive deal with them last September and did actually up their coverage. But, yeah, you're, you're right. Besides that, you're hearing about UB maybe once a week, and most people want more than that, especially when they're having the best athletic year in history. Yep.
1: What I wish they had was a local state. like So Channel 4, obviously, they... Uh... They have the morning show. Like, it's on Saturdays or something. I'll see it every once in a while. You know, they have, like, the coverage of their coaches and everything. I wish we could get, like, games on, like, a local channel somewhere. I mean, there's enough of them where, like, maybe the women's basketball is on channel 4.2. It's, like, the secondary channel for channel 4. And people can watch those games. I mean, I don't have cable, but I flip through all of those channels. I think something like that would be really cool. The other thing that I have to say for you guys too is you guys uh, you put in the work for sure. I saw a couple of you guys travel to Cleveland to cover the MAC tournament for both men's and women's, and not a lot of people are putting in that effort to travel. You know, you're using the press pass that you guys have to its full advantage.
0: Without sounding cocky, I think we've kind of gotten drunk on ourselves to where we don't even know what we're doing anymore. Like we don't think it's crazy to shoot all the way to Detroit just for one night to go to the MAC championship for UB. Like we don't think it's crazy to go to Cleveland for a whole week and get an Airbnb with all of us just sleeping on couches and floors to go root on this team, like, every day. Be at Panini's in Cleveland every day, going nuts, rallying around this team. It was crazy. It really it was kind of just a wave of momentum that picked up. And I know it, we say this train never stops, but once it really gets going, I mean, it doesn't seem like you're working. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that's why we enjoy it so much.
1: That sounds fun as hell. I mean, I wish I had the time to do that. so But my wife would pilot. I don't think Christine and Liz would really appreciate if we're like, hey – we're going to go to Cleveland for a week. and uh, yeah.
0: That's the one benefit. I mean, we, we do have some significant others amongst the group, no doubt. Um, but besides, amongst us, we only have one child, uh, the Funnel Baby. Funnel Guy just had his uh, oh, child. Oh, wow. Jameson. The funnel Guy, huh? Yeah, Funnel Guy just had his uh, child shout out in February. Oh, nice. Jameson. Oh, nice is Baby J-Mo.
1: Nice. <laughs> he's, an, he's an absolute what, did he fun- stud. Did he funnel Jameson? Or well, no, it-
0: but where it is, he's funneling, you know, breast milk at about four ounces a a (laughs) shot (laughs) starting them young yeah record
1: all right before we get into our main topic i do want to say uh this is the encore which i don't think we mentioned that even though we're 20 minutes in that's all right uh you can follow uh, producing that's what that is i know that's exactly what it is uh you can follow us
0: you can go edit it back before that like theme song i was oh yeah you guys oh yeah i'll I'll do that stuff all the time before you guys do this and before we go to the main topic, i gotta shout out my crew at trainer yeah definitely degenerate al I got to shout out the best producers in the land, whether it's Producer Burrs, no offense to you guys. I mean, you know, we're, we're on our band. Producer Burrs, Producer Josh, J Dubs, or DJ Supreme. I got to shout out Ty B and Topher, as well as 47 Foot Kyle and Long Island Nick. That's it. So, you, a, know, you know, you know,
2: J Dubs plays on our football team. Yeah,
0: J Dubs was, was like, oh, I hear you're hanging with my boys later. <laughs> like, think about that flex, huh? I'm like, oh, I'm like, it's like that, huh, J Dubs?
2: Yeah, I told him to stop out, and clearly uh, it wasn't just, that important to him. He felt, he him. felt
1: it a slighted that he didn't get the Yeah, input. I think so.
0: You know what? I mean, his schedule is filling up quickly. Are you talking to him a lot about that? Yeah, he is. Like he's, he's, he FC Buffalo. Cu- he puts out a couple videos. Yep. All of a sudden, people, you can't get out of the DMs. That's what happens. When you get that, like, into it, you can't escape, and that's that's dangerous.
1: It's good for him, though. Oh, yeah. It's oh, not a bad fantastic. problem Well-deserved. It's not Definitely. a bad problem to have. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can follow uh, Encore at Game on Buffalo. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, always posting videos for upcoming leagues, leagues that are happening, highlights from plays that have happened uh, from the previous days. Uh, and upcoming leagues, uh, we have softball, kickball, soccer, Tuesday night football, unlimited teams. I want to remind people of that again. Jeff, you're in, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm signed up. So, re- all right. Registration is going to be closing in the next couple of weeks. Most of everything's getting close to being full yes. or at least having enough teams to to run a league most nights of the week so what so, um,
0: what softball locations are still open
1: so we have thursday night is up to 13 teams uh tuesday is 10 teams wednesday is at five teams i think now and then Sundays at f- six teams and we have what is it Dingens? so yeah we play all at like city parks so um Fronzak, uh boone park Uh, Glenny Park, which is over by ECMC. Conway. And Conway for a couple. I think the Sunday League plays at Conway. I
0: I, want to RSVP a team right now. I want to get a City League team trainwreck sports right now in one of these leagues. Do it. Do do, it. You're in. Okay. Play, th- well, then, play well, Thursday. I, I, okay, so I, I get 48 hours then to, to get my team together and come back to you and be like, we're officially in. Yes. I, yeah. I want a placeholder. Okay. so uh, you can, I needed it. I needed it.
1: It's <laughs> a great question. So you can uh, register for the leagues, gameonbuffalocom backslash leagues. Look up softball or any of the other leagues that you'd like to register for. I'm going and, right now. And that's it. So. train Team train wreck Sports team for train so- wreck softball, sports. right? That's yeah. what you meant? Oh, yeah.
0: Now, here, hold on, because I'm confused. Didn't you guys used to host at the dugout, too? in uh lockport oh, oh that's years a you're going ago, back a while. Like, well yeah no but that's what i'm saying from 2012 to 2018 we played there
1: oh nice so we, nice. we were
0: under the name the golden sombreros so <laughs> so then we were playing that but i remember seeing you guys your guys website and so everything.
1: yeah we used to do some of the softball leagues there and we used to do volleyball there as well but mm-hmm. it's changed hands over time and joe lives in the city so it's tough for him to get out there and kind of organize things so we've kind of shifted stuff towards the city it's a little bit easier for all of us to get to, you know, even right from work. So that's
0: why I'm so anxious to lock up a team in this league. Imagine I live on the west side. Imagine schlepping to Lockport.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. that's no, a, I would not yeah, fun. I <laughs> not fun. I wouldn't do it. So
2: Lockport's another country to me. I mentioned this before. Lewiston, Lockport, great areas. They're just so far away to me.
0: If I dropped you in Lockport, like you wouldn't be sure that you no. were within 30 <laughs> no. minutes of Buffalo. There's anymore. no like, way I yeah.
2: live 30 yeah. minutes yeah. from here. There, okay. there there's
1: Going tunnels to, and locks great everywhere,
2: point. and I, yeah. I don't know where I am.
1: Going to the, to the dugout where it is, you're driving. i like, am I still not here? Like, what the heck, man? how long is transit? Why yeah. am I
2: still on this road? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so definitely go on gameonbuffalo.com to register for all these leagues and. Um, they closing next week but we have a rsvp 48 hour hold for train wreck yeah
0: like I, I would like to think that if they go on the website they're gonna see like a little reserved slot like <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the league <laughs> sorry reserved
1: Co- co-ed by the way co-ed uh for oh, all the season? better all the better perfect
2: the idea of uh reaching out well reaching out to you on twitter and going you know what he did mention a while ago need a game of thrones roundtable.
0: oh we need it
2: and then i'm like all right let's get this going we this was a spur of the moment thing uh and we realized there was a decent amount of listeners where after we got done recording our normal podcast and we just started going on a tangent about game of thrones and he goes Um, I'm going to stop this and start recording now. You guys just go on. And we went on for like 20 or so minutes.
1: Yeah, we had two guys who have played in our league for about 10 years now. These are the Goat Sack guys? The Goat Sack guys. And they're like, Marty mentioned something about Game of Thrones, and they're both like all about it. So I'm like, just keep going for like another 20 minutes. We'll chop it up and make another episode. Just
2: so you know, Zach, he doesn't watch game of thrones i don't I've, so, I've seen one episode he, he's, he's here just for support <laughs> we're gonna I'm ask a, a lot of questions support.
3: about that first episode for you
2: Tim. Well,
0: what can you say ignorance is bliss you know when you don't know you don't know it's not like he's five episodes in where he'd be even more pain he's two right yeah are you two
1: two, two in i'm like one and a half because that second one i was doing something else while it was on in the background uh, classic so. yeah i know
0: thrones is not it, thrones <laughs> is not a show you can do anything else during and after, there's like three watchings you get the first watching which is yep. where you just enjoy it <laughs> You don't, you don't judge it. And then the second one is where you find out like what was actually happening, like how people were acting and like yeah. they were reacting to stuff people were saying. And then the third time is like, was it a good episode? And then you're typically like by Thursday at that point
2: <laughs> <laughs> of the same week. Yeah. So Tim is at a point where before you walked in, we were him and I were just going about going on about Game of Thrones and. Tim goes, yeah, well, what about that kid that died in the first episode that fell out of the window? That was a like, big death. That was yeah. a big
3: death. <laughs> big death to find the series, yeah. how, how He's closely never been back. So did you read the books?
0: Well, right. what happened was actually, this, this is a crazy story. Uh, my buddy Max recommended a Game of Thrones. I was like, I watched 10 minutes. I'm like, The dead people, like with the old colonial setting, like no thanks, dude. Like I'm out. Like I'm going back to watching Entourage every day. Like and he's like, he's like, no, you gotta watch Thrones. He made me watch an episode, and by the time they threw the kid out of the thing, which he lives through, I find which makes it which makes it it Lannister versus Stark. You're like in. So I was in, and then so at that point, it was 2012. The second season was out. Finished the second season, and I actually, this is a ridiculous story, had a collapsed lung. So, I had a collapsed lung. It was 80% collapsed. The doctors were like, "How are you driving here? Like you could easily just like collapsed." And I was like, "I was in a little pain. Like it hurt." And I was it. so it hurt a lot, yada yada. I was in the hospital for 11 days. Oh, so and you just burned right through I it. I downloaded all the books on tape and like they're just feeding me like pain meds and I'm just like listening to like the the cold of Winterfell took over his soul. Like, and, you know. And you're like, like "That's, like, that's it, me." And, yeah, and you're that's like, "Me. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there." You actually think
1: you're in the battle for Winterfell. <laughs> yes. You're like, why is he pulling out all those IVs? You're, like, thinking you're ripping out a sword.
0: Okay, so you guys are up to date, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, obviously, spoilers, so I'm, like, passed out in the hospital, and I, like, wake up out of, like, being passed out from, like, the pain meds and everything, and, like, the Starks are being killed in the Red Wedding. <laughs> like so, imagine that's a being, traumatic so moment. So, imagine you're just like kind waking of not up,
3: necessarily with it mentally. I'm like,
0: I'm like, this must be like a dream sequence or something. Like, I rewound like 40 minutes, and I'm just like, nope. Like, they just, nope, they nope, just no, they're straight dead. turned on yeah. the Starks, and the whole Stark family's dead. <laughs> like, and the book ends. I mean, in the book, you really think like Arya was dead too. Like, so I don't know if you guys read the books, but like, no, the book ends yeah, with yeah. the chapter like. The hound like yeah, hits, the her shit, in, yeah. hits her in the yep, back of the head yep. and her lights go out. So it's like, it's like, it's the same. It feels narration. like they're all
3: wiped out in like one and, fell and swoop.
0: Like, so you're like, you're like Robb Stark, Catelyn, Arya, are you kidding me? And like Arya is alive. So it's, it's even more traumatic. And well, no, it, I thought it was more traumatic in the books. Yes. Until the they t- talk the about of
3: Arya is not done in the TV show, but yeah, but it then, felt traumatic reading that.
0: But in the show, when they give you the little baby Ned Stark, you want to watch the little oh. baby Ned Stark ride a horse? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm like I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see how like traumatized everybody is by the red wedding when they don't know what's coming and then like they're talking about baby Ned Stark riding a horse and I'm the most traumatized. I um,
2: last episode. so did you like it because there's a lot of stuff around that like ah, I didn't like it. I didn't like what was going on. It was slow. I didn't like the beginning.
0: I say this in the nicest way about myself. I'm a hater. Like I'm I guide myself towards like the hate on something. Like especially when it's movies, T V like people always get mad at me for being like, There's no way he would have survived that fall. You know, or things like now obviously Game of Thrones is a different show. You got dragons, you got like people like surviving, being on fire. Yeah, there's a suspension
3: of disbelief that you have to kind of accept. Sure.
0: But I've definitely been like a little bit on the downside this season, comparatively with everybody. I thought the battle scene was too dark in episode three. Now, last episode, I did like, like, for the first 55 minutes. I thought it was a very decent episode, the way it was going. But all of a sudden, like, and again, spoiler, we're coming on the last episode of Game of Thrones here. Dragon just gets sniped out of nowhere. He this was, dragon I've known for seven seasons.
2: He was saying, tell him what you were saying about the the... Why didn't they just... Talk?
3: <laughs> I mean, look, obviously a lot of this stuff's a little ridiculous, and you're not meant to think too hard about oh, it. Oh, yeah, you guys just spend scene, belief. Exactly, but there's the scene where, like, Daenerys with their last surviving dragon is kind of charging right at them, and they're pointing their uh, scorpion bolts at her, and she has to kind of fly away, and, like, I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, you can see how the scorpion works. You can't point it straight up. Her dragon could fly right down on top of those things and just burn all those chips. There's nothing they could have done about that. Like, there's a lot of things like that that I think this season, more than any other season, we're just, like, we're meant not to think too hard about it, you know? Yeah. Like, a lot of times I just get the sense that the writers are like, hey, it's a cool visual, man. Don't think too hard about it. You're going to ruin it for yourself. And Some, that's how this season feels for me.
0: I think uh, agreed 100%. And when I watch the behind the episodes, I kind of see that a little bit more because you see exactly what they're trying to do. Oh, this is meant what you're meant to see. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Should just phone the other side. All of a sudden, you're on toast. Right.
2: Go behind the boats. That yeah. I was screaming at the it's TV. It's a dragon,
0: you know. It can do a Fly lot of things. Fly behind
2: the boats. What are you doing going right at them?
0: Yeah, I, I would have just liked it to be, like, a little bit more legendary. Like, clearly they were going for, like, the ironic, like, look at all us nice flying. Like, bolt. Right. Like, this dude's done. Like, you know, like, that was <laughs> yeah. literally what they were for. And I'm just like, you couldn't give me, like, a mini battle where, like, the dragons need to rush in and save. Like, like they get a report. A hundred ships are under attack by Euron. Sure. Like they, don't, they can't just rush in and go see those and then you lose another one. I, I don't and know. And like
3: that scenario you just invented probably took you like five seconds to come up with on yep. the spot. The writers had like two years to come oh, up with they a more had plausible all the time plausible like, way for this all to unfold. That so it's a little bit frustrating just to see like lazy writing
0: in the last season. Someone on the internet summed it up best. They, they lost the pacing when they, when they stopped the 10 episodes. The 10 episodes, you knew it was going to happen. One through eight, like yeah. nice, calm storytelling, very incremental. Episode nine, like what the fuck? Then, like, episode 10, like, this is how of, it's going to be in the new season. Exactly. Like, what
2: I wonder, was there an explanation of why they did that? Why so, did they suddenly stop 10 episodes? Yeah,
3: so I read something from the writers where they were like, you know what? We really felt like at the end of the day there was, like, a 73-hour story, and we really wanted to keep it to that. To me, that seems so weird and arbitrary. I don't buy that explanation Ridiculous. at all. Like, clearly, there's enough story to be told that if they took another three or four episodes or, like, whatever, like, they're not running out of material here. I think if anything, it's the opposite, where they're kind of like rushing towards an end, and people get the sense like, well, wait a minute, are you really going to wrap this up in two episodes? If they had ten more episodes, maybe they could get a better conclusion. I I, I don't know. I, I am I'm I'm with Zach on this. I, I
2: I'm a little disappointed with the last season, just because of yeah, wh- where's it going? And I I don't like. I feel like it, I'm being rushed through it. Like this all happening. Oh, now we're almost done. I just don't like it at all. Sure. The
0: I, the way I tell people, and again, I'm a full hater on it at this point. I tell people, it's like a really good show where when I see a bad episode of it, it's still way better than like the average episode Definitely. of a TV show. Yeah, of so, course. Like, so don't get it misconstrued that like I'm like miserable watching Thrones. Yeah, so yeah, you're excited I'm, so I'm for the next episode. The thing is, yeah, it's, uh, the rushed aspect is so strong to me. Only, I'm just telling you, just comparatively where they were in season one and two, Like the most disappointing thing to me last season was that you had... The whole super crew going north of the wall. John, like the sure. Hound, Barrack, you know, all of them. You had like eight of them, padrick or whatever. Like that in season three or four would have been like a three episode, four episode arc. Just yes. getting together. Yep. And last season it was one episode and they're already north of the wall. So it was really like frustrating. The pacing is off. And a reason that I think it is, if I'm going full hater,
3: <laughs> he's full, going full, he's bill going hater, full, full hater. Bill hater,
0: is that around season six, they lost having George R.R. Martin for everything. And around season seven, they only have him for like the broad strokes. Like, this is what's yeah. supposed to happen. This is what's supposed Isn't to happen. Isn't that what
2: he's doing? Like He's at least a producer saying, this is what I would like to happen. I, I mean, mean,
3: he told them at one point in the beginning of the series, like, hey, this is kind of where everything goes from here. But you get the sense, just with the way the pacing changed so much when it passed the books, that they're kind of on their own right now. And these writers are not really grasping the type of pace that Martin wanted for the show
0: yeah no it's it's drawn out it's very long seasons one through six were true to the storytelling of it see the last four, twelve, whatever number of episodes it's been it's been just a little bit off but with that said boys all the negative i could spew you know for days the battle of winterfell i was a little disappointed by i am ready for the battle of king's landing next week I mean, there's uh, got to be a little hype. Something's going to happen, right? You're going to get a twist. You're going to get a twist. Sure. D- Daenerys went
2: straight Mad Queen in a second after Missandra just yelled out her cards or had flops on the ground, and you just see that look on Daenerys' so, face going
3: like, all right, the shit's going to happen. It, it does seem like they're kind of teasing that more like unhinged Daenerys. How do you feel about that as a storyline, though? Like, I love the idea of it. I'm all but for I it. I don't think you can pull that story arc successfully off with two episodes left. We've spent what is it like seventy episodes or whatever it's been so far with Daenerys as kind of a protagonist, and now it's like, are we really gonna like have her kind of flip a switch and go nuts the last couple episodes? To me, there's not enough. I don't mind the storyline. I don't think there's enough time to tell that. My guess on it
0: is that yeah, because they were teasing it hard, right? Like they're like she could have sure. she could have set off with Tyrion's head like right then, and you wouldn't have been like shocked because they were definitely hinting towards it at least. Sure. The thing is, I think they're gonna have her go like. Right to the edge of killing Tyrion and Varys, I think they're gonna have her go right to the edge of it, like where she's like, "I should kill you both. Like you've both been, oh excuse me, burping up a storm here at Adolph's. Um, <laughs> That's a great <laughs> she, shout out. She's gonna be literally like right on the verge, of killing. and you know what's gonna happen? The funniest thing is she's gonna be totally justified in being right on the verge of killing these dudes. Tyrion has been nothing but a fuck-up. Terrible came hand Westeros. of the
3: king. Tyrion was yeah. supposed
0: to be like the, I got Tyrion. Like, I'm going to kill it because sure. I got Tyrion. He's been a failure in Westeros so far. Varys is on the verge of about switching sides, which he promised and like had this huge scene last season that he was not going to do, which is like a move right up his thing. But I think what they're doing, which this season has been full of surprises, in Battle of Winterfell you thought everyone was going to die and nobody really died. You knew Theon was going to go. You knew Jorah could probably go. Just like they're showing that she could go Mad Queen, even though she has every reason to, she's not going to.
3: I hope you're right. I hope that's how it goes. I think that's
0: the tease. I think that's the tease. You think the dragon dies? No. I, I think she's got to survive one. I think something's going to happen. The Because what they love doing in the previews, and, and they couldn't show much, obviously, with this week's preview. Sure. But they love showing you something that, like, makes you think it's something, and then it's not exactly that.
2: Like, yeah. Euron Greyjoy's look up to the sky. Euron Greyjoy yep.
0: look up to the sky is not just going to be Drogon like 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 <laughs> hanging out. Yeah, like, right, right. It's right. going to be like, is there going to be other dragons from like Essos? Like, are dragons? Is that back? a thing? Is that a thing like, from like the, the books things, or something? Well, no. The, I, there's right as of right now in the books. The, see, this is the great thing. There is no books. There, there's a couple of chapters out in from book six, but where book five ended was winter just started. The, the White Raven just left King's Landing. Uh, or just got to King's Landing. Yep. And in Wait, hold on. Okay, in uh sorry, at the end of book five. Book five, spoiler, for anyone who hasn't read the books, I the, haven't. Ep- the epilogue is Varus kills Kevin, Uncle Kevin.
3: Kevin Lannister, the guy who yeah. dies in the south with the so big explosion. Yeah, okay. yeah, so he also for, kills Pycelle.
0: He kills Pycelle as well, which is which was all done in that one scene at the sure. end of at the end of uh season six. Right. So it was kinda the show does that a lot. They, they group up things yeah. to accomplish something in the book yep. like that. With that said, what was what was the damn point I'm making? Oh, yeah. So, they, no, there is no books, like, right now. So, it's going to be very but, fascinating yeah, if, is to there see su- where they go.
3: Is there supposed to be dragons no, somewhere so else? what they tell you is that dragons have not been seen for 150 years. Dragons are extinct. Yes. But we don't actually know the full story of, like, the Doom of Valyria, which was this event it's that took rumors. place, like, it's 400 years ago. So, if another dragon, like, somehow appeared, they could explain it away by, like, well, you know, like, you didn't really understand what happened in the Doom. Like, a bunch of dragons were, like, resting or, like, hibernating or whatever you want to call it.
0: And the other thing is that in the books, they hit on it a lot more. Is once Daenerys rebirthed the dragons into the world, a.k.a. the end of season one, a.k.a. the end of book one, it was like magic was back. Exactly. Like, like they that's make a the big thing. deal. Like, about like, that. like, in the books, it's like magic was back, like, when she did it. Like, so now, uh, Azura High. You know, the, the yep. Lord of Light is, like, obviously, that's why he's number one kind of in the show. Like, he's the only god that's ever actually, like, done anything. Yep. But in the books, like, yeah, it's the same way. Like, so now that magic is back, like, the dragons are back, magic is back. So they could easily pull, like, there are a hundred dragons. Sure. And, like, and this is the mother of dragons. But, you know what I mean? But
3: I'll say this. One, one common complaint you read about about this, this season and about the writers in general is it seems like the writers, once they went past the source material of the books they're less interested in the supernatural stuff and more interested in, like, the people-on-people interactions, which is, you know, fair. A lot of people are more interested in that. To me, it makes it unlikely they'll try to, like, introduce, like, Doom of Valyria stuff or, like, more dragons or anything like that. I think they're just not that interested in supernatural stuff. I don't think the Night King is coming back. I think that it's just like Supernatural is done. Let's tell a story about people.
0: I think you see that very clearly in how they handled the Battle of Winterfell. Yeah. Night King got a pretty underwhelming death despite the fact that he got snuck up on by Arya. But the fact that the only thing cool about it was that Arya killed him.
2: What would be, yeah, I guess, it. what would be a a, de- a good death for him? For who? The Night King.
0: Well, he already died. I
2: know, but you said it's an underwhelming death. Uh, like, oh. what would you have wanted? Uh, you
0: know what it would have been? It would have had to be, like, them, like... It would have had to be when they were fighting on the dragons or something. Like, the dragon would have had to have eaten them. or something. <laughs> that would have <laughs> been, that been awesome. awesome. That would have been a fun like, TV like, moment. okay, what about this? You, you had a, a dragon glass grill... For the dragon, and then he just eats the Night King. And That'd then, be boom, something that would, like that would okay. Been
2: well, that's out. Th- I I like it. <laughs> <laughs> that that would have been like a I'm what just the saying, f moment. The Night
0: King was like a super douche, just like strutting on into the Godswood, like yeah, with the right? piano. Like how much more susceptible do you want to make yourself? Like sure. just do what you were going to do. And like like you had this whole quest. You're telling me if you had a quest for thousands of years, hundreds of years at least, or a couple hundred years at yeah, the yeah, very yeah. least, yep. that the Night King was doing this, you wouldn't be like. Kaboom! You would sure. be like, you would, you'd be, like, savoring it. Like, no doubt, you would have just ran up and just gotten Bran.
3: And one thing that never made sense to me about that last scene, yeah. where all of the dead kind of stop and they form a circle and the Night King walks up, is it's like, are we supposed to believe that the Night King himself wanted to kill Bran? Because if that's the case, why were all the dead attacking? Who, why was Theon defending Bran? If, if all of the dead people, if the Night King was okay with Bran being wiped out by just anybody... Then like why are they all waiting at the end? Why don't the dead just like all rush in and murder him? The Night King why wanted did to have do to be... it. Yeah, but if he wanted to do it, why did he send in all the dead to like like one like Theon was defending Bran against all of these like uh like undead people, right? Why were they attacking Bran at all? If they were waiting for the Night King to do it, like it just doesn't logically make sense to me. Like, why are all these people attacking Bran if the Night King wants to be the one that kills him himself?
0: I swear I didn't see this on the internet, but I thought that when the Night King was about to grab his sword and take it out. Because he looked like he was about to say something. He looked like he was about to like finally yeah, yeah. get something out yep, of yep, hiking. Yep. I thought he was about to be like, the man who passes the sentence should swing the oh, sword. Oh, wouldn't that be a and badass? That would have been amazing. A stark, it's thing. A stark thing. That's, That'd have yeah, so cool. Like, Whoa, is this guy like a superstar? Yeah, or something? yeah, like,
3: yeah. That would have been awesome. The writers had two yeah. years, by the way, to think of that. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, so. no. And, and <laughs> they're like, and they're like, you know, what would be sick is if Arya came out of literally nowhere and just stabbed yeah, him. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, you know what? I, I was the
0: dagger drop was cool. I mean, I'm yeah, not. I'm listen, not going to deny that that, actually, that half second with the sure. dagger drop was sick.
3: I actually didn't have an issue with like Arya doing what she did. I thought it was a cool scene. I guess my issue was this wasn't like a war. This was teased as like the you know this, the great war, between- the end like, all, the yeah, end all. This was literally like 45 minutes or however long the battle like takes. Right? This is like one hour of fighting, one day, the battle between the living and the dead, and it's like the third to last episode or something. So, to me, it's not so much that Arya, like, did this. If they had drawn that out more and that was, like, a climactic moment they built up to, I'd feel better about it. It it. just felt kind of rushed.
0: I think it builds on your point. Not even so much that it felt rushed, but they were kind of ready to get over with. I know it was the biggest battle in cinematic history and they made a huge deal of it and was going to go on like you would market anything. But I think they kind of prefer Cersei as the main villain of the show over the Night King for the show. The book the Night King is one million, yes. quadrillion, trillion, trillion percent the main villain. Sure. Like, it's not They make a it very clear. Yeah. It's like, hey,
3: none of this matters. Like, it, it's all about this yeah. war. Yep. Martin's been very, very clear about that. So the yeah. fact that the writers are doing it differently, like, it makes me wonder if they know something I don't about Martin's intent. Yep. Like, is he going to do the same type of twist in the series? Is he going to kill the Night King in the beginning of uh, the seventh book? Is he finishing it, I don't the know. books? Oh, he'll die before, but somebody will finish it.
0: Is Thanos going to use the gauntlet? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: just, I don't under, I just don't understand where the drop off was because they have George R.R. Martin. They can just speak to him. Why, sure. why, uh, why is there a drop off? Uh, That's I what know. I don't
3: understand. Listen, these, these,
2: is these it producers... possible
0: these guys just want to be done with the show? I, I, I it know it, fe- it sounds feels crazy that way, it? Because it's like it's probably made them rich beyond belief. It gets them any career opportunity yeah. they want to get. When you've worked on something for six years, seven years, like literally they've put at least seven years in at this point. Just like done. Yeah. Like I want to be done with this. Like I know what has to happen. Go make it happen.
2: Who, okay, so on that, <laughs> see, see it being, going to be done, who do you think is going to be? Who's, who's going to sit on the throne?
0: Oh, man. Now, can I tell you something? When, like, there's two names that are sticking out to me, and they were both at the beginning of the season, I was like, what the hell? I'm mean, Obviously, the conventional going in, I would have thought it would have been, like, Daenerys or Jon. It would have been one of those two. Now, I think both of those are long shots, just because okay. they're both, like, worthless, it seems like, as far as long-term ruling goes. You got my boy Gendry, who was rowing, and now all of a sudden, he's just... Lord of Riverrun. He's a Baratheon yeah, now. Yeah, he's a Baratheon and Lord of Riverrun. like, That was such a flex by Daenerys in the last episode. That was a great move. Oh, that was, was like, a great You know Game of yeah, Thrones yeah. is back when someone's just a lord out of nowhere. Sure. <laughs> like, you know, like, it, that was when Thrones is back. I was loving the episode at that point. Sure. So you got him, and then uh, the other one, and, and this is just because of the scuttle, but I've heard. I have not researched it at any length. I don't know. I, there's nothing in the books that infers it. I mean, something is going on with Bran. Something's going on with Bran. He's just—he doesn't he, want he, anymore. He doesn't want anything.
3: they they I have no idea if they're even going to show Bran
0: again on this series. He would be, feel, be totally perfect like... to be the king because it's just like he's so—he's uncorruptible. He's like, I don't want anything. I, <laughs> need,
2: we were talking about this before. They need to explain what—where the hell he went. Like, I need to know where he went during the, I need to go now. And he just, eyes rolled back and he left.
3: It felt like one of those don't think too hard about it moments. Oh,
2: I
0: hate it. Apparently, the the gist of it that I've read from my limited exposure, because I've just been kind of upset, was that he was goading, like, the Night King by flying, like, the Ravens up there and, like, letting him know, like, hey, like, I'm just messing around down here while, like, you're up there. Apparently. Apparently. That's I guess so... that makes a little sense, but like I didn't pick that up at all during the episode.
2: I just yeah. i I've hated his character since he became a crippled. So uh, episode two.
0: <laughs> why are you hating cripples? Be-
2: I don't hate
3: cripples. You've injured your knees so many times, yeah, but Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty more close. But I, I
2: just I I think maybe in the books it said I haven't read the books. Maybe in the books they explain what's going on with him. But just coming from someone that's only watched the the show, like I just don't get it. I I you're well, you're just a useless character to you me. You know why
0: you got to read the books. I tell you why you got to read the books. And this would have been amazing if they had done this better in the show. They do it like for a season and a half in the show. When all the Starks go to bed, they warg into their wolf. In the show. all of them, yeah. yeah they so, so literally into when they when they're dreaming they're just like, Except, oh. Uh, Ari, now, now I'm running, Sansa. now I'm running through the forest and like I've got like meat in my mouth or whatever like it's just like it's really? amazing. Oh yeah, it's great. You okay. so you're just seeing all the all the wolves running around like in the book.
2: We were talking about the wolves uh when we were sitting at the bar. Oh yeah. I I did, I feel like they should have been a little bit more involved in the show. Let me well. tell you something.
0: In the book, in the book right now, okay, they are setting up for the Red Wedding version two at the phrase because the Lannister cousin is having, like, a, a wedding there, and the rumor that the Riverlands people keep hearing is that there is a pack of wolves led by a gigantic yeah. super wolf throughout the Riverlands just terrorizing
3: everybody. Yeah.
0: So, like, like... Martin Martin has it. Like he like he like in the sh- in the book you're getting that, like for half a page you're like like but he had heard like crazy tales of like from the Riverlands, like you know, like it's there in the book, like but like you see it in the and I get that they wanted to show that Arya like the wolf was like that's not my style to be like running along with you when he when he saw Arya last season sure. but I'm hyped up about the wolves in the books. I mean sheesh. So, so did you, you just get the sense that Martin has a plan for
3: the wolves in the book? You never really got that sense in the yeah. T V show after they passed the writing that
0: that these guys really had much use for them. And there were good things that the show's, that the show changed, by the way, 100%. like there were tons of, Arya and Tywin never hang out in the books. Yeah. Ever. Like, there's no... Sort of Tywin she, she and Olenna don't by. have a scene together yep. in
3: the in the books. They wrote it in the TV show because they were like, these are awesome actors. How can we not have a scene with these two together? Yeah. They've done a lot of great things. I don't, I don't want to be one of those people that's like, hey, the book was better. Like, every change they made was bad. They made so many good changes. You know
2: what's funny about this is I, I kind of get the feeling of the non-Game of Thrones watch, uh, watchers listening to you two talk about the book because I never read the book. So I was like, oh, well, all right. Like, By the I, way, in yeah. the, I, I don't know. <laughs> in the book,
0: Stannis is actually cool. That's, 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 that's the biggest difference. Yeah, he yeah. is very different.
2: I want you to, uh, can you pull up on your phone? I want you to explain like the two things that irked you the most about. Well,
3: so they're a little bit related. I was talking to Brandon before you got here. Mm-hmm. Just about loose ends that they don't seem interested in tying up in the show. So who is the Lord of River Run right now in the TV show? No idea. So, Edmir Tully, where is Edmir Tully right now? He was a prisoner of the phrase. The phrase all got killed. Where is Edmir Tully in the books? Is he in a dungeon? Is he free? The book, in the TV show, they just don't seem to care to address where he is. He, where yeah. is he? He's yeah. the Lord of River Well, he well, well be, the last we, the last we saw something. was
0: that Ed- Edmir Tully went back into the castle he and did. he's like and he's like, let them charge guys. The but we haven't yep. seen anything. We haven't seen it. Like, him. is Edmir Tully just being Cersei's bitch right now? Maybe. Like he that's is. the thing. Like, Maybe really? he's that's like awful. serving her. Everyone or is
2: Cersei's bitch. Sure. So, that, <laughs> but, I mean,
0: I'm not gonna lie, Cersei's kind of good at like what she's doing. Like, yeah. like when she wants to make a move, like in season one, she was fucking up. Like now, like sure. ever since she took the throne, when she makes a move, like boom, it's done. Yeah, I hate her.
3: And look, I don't need, I don't need, I don't need, I don't need explanations. That's
0: what you're supposed
2: to do, right? Well, hey, they're doing a great her. job of me hating her. Oh,
3: 100%. I don't need good explanations for these things. I need some attempt at an explanation. Even if they're like, he died in prison, it'd be like, all right, well, I know what happened to that character. The fact that they don't tell me, like, that frustrates me.
0: Oh, it frustrates the hell out of me, believe me. I'm, I'm, if you want to get nitpicky, how did the Night King survive the fall off the dragon? Right. I I thought about that. We we have not. We've (laughs) seen a lot about all these things, but we have not seen anything that says that Night King doesn't have like bones like his bone, his femur would have been through his skull. Like, you know, if an ice like if he gets stabbed and he shatters into ice, like
3: wouldn't he just like disintegrate into ice shards when he after like a 400 foot fall? I want to see. I want to
0: see the sports science. You can call it throne science. Sure. On the force that the giant hit Lyanna Stark with? Yes. Like, when he, like, initially curb stomped her when she walked in. She yeah. still made, like, the death charge, but, like... Yeah, she you're should have, like, her, disintegrated her into, body into a bath of blood, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this,
3: well, she
2: should have been a meat we sack, sack after that. this giant
0: literally just take someone and throw them, and they were, like, a yeah. bloody mess. Yep. Like,
2: but, but it
0: was okay. I, it was a cool I, You
2: map. know what's hysterical it's- about this? <laughs> this turned into Game of Thrones roundtable to, like, let's go... Completely demolish the show and how well, what we no, hate about it. We're just we're
0: no, just It's the best show, show on
1: TV. It's a phenomenal show.
3: I I'm by it every week. Certain things irk me. There was that one scene in the Battle of Winterfell where you know we just talked about Lyanna Mormont and the giant, like they have their confrontation. Remember a season ago when they showed the uh, the Army of the Dead? There were at least three giants. Yep. What happened to the others? Yep. Did the Dothraki kill them on that random charge we didn't see? Like they don't they don't address stuff like that. Are they that's all not gone? A big deal. Ooh.
2: Are the Dothraki's gone? There's a couple Dothraki's. No, no, still no. They're saying the they're half left. Like, yeah, or they like a the, third yeah, yeah, left yeah. in the last yeah.
0: episode. See, think about how frustrating that was. Sure. Based on what I saw, the Dothraki evaporated. Exactly. Like, like, yeah. like they were gone. Like that was what I was meant to see. Could you imagine if you still saw like a third of the of the la- of the right, like right. Like, so got, like it would have been a whole different sure. scene. Sure. That's why people in this episode, they're like, Ghost is still alive? Didn't he like lead the charge yeah. in the yeah. dead? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And he can't even you can't even pet ghosts on your way south. Are you kidding me? Unforgivable. Disgusting. That's probably Un- the thing I'm upset with the most. You're telling me if your dog equivalent saves you from a White Walker and goes north of the wall with you, you're not going to give him at least a pet goodbye? Nope. No. <laughs> Apparently not. I guess. <laughs> Apparently not. Hey, thanks for your help, man. Yeah. Remember the hey, battle I for the wall? You were great. Get everything we've
2: gone through. Uh, go yeah. with the redhead. Sheesh. <laughs> just, just, I, I read something where it was like something with CGI and that's it, it why it made it difficult. But yeah, like, sure.
0: You can't put like a fake dog there and just be like yeah. pet it. Right? You,
2: know? <laughs> you you make a complete giant, you make dragons flying. you could have a guy pet a dog. Yeah. I don't understand yeah. how this Yeah, that's...
0: you could have him perfectly grab on to like the scale of a dragon and pretend to be like holding on. Yeah. But you can't have him pet a dog.
3: Also, you could have off-screen. You don't even have to see in. Have John talking to the camera like, "Hey, Ghost, I'm so sorry. Like, this eats me up inside, but I got to go. You can't come with me. Well, like, it doesn't cost you a CGI dollar to throw that line in.
0: You can't do, like, ten takes. Just, like, pet the air. Like, pet yes. the air right One there. One of these like, should like, kind yeah. of work on the CGI. Like, we, get, we should be able to get him in.
2: Once again, they've had two years to do this. Not enough time. Like, That's why on. it's frustrating. If yeah. I was
0: getting it after eight months, I'd probably be nitpicking a little less. Right. I, we waited two years. There was a lot of hype about this. Yeah.
2: So, you said Gendry. Before last episode, I thought it was going to be Gendry and Arya are going to sit on the throne, going all the way back to season one where Robert Baratheon goes, I have a son, you have a daughter, they should wed and bring our two families together. It's not the two uh, siblings that we thought. But that's why I thought it was Gendry and Arya.
3: They still might wed, by the way. I'm I know, not, I'm but, not convinced they don't end up but, together. But that's Maybe who, Gendry's just like, you know what? That's not who you are? Fine. How about I'll this, go dude? I'll with you. I don't need to be a lord. Man,
2: Arya, I mean, sounds weird, but Arya must do some work because he instantly proposed after, oh, after yeah. being she with her. It. Three days
0: later, he's like, I want to marry you. <laughs> they were teaching other things in the House of the Black and White. I mean, your stock, though, if you're, if you're Gendry, like... Yeah, Shoot your right? shot, like, at yeah, that point. Yeah. Like, dude, you just went from a bastard to literally the lord, the killing lord it. of... Uh, Great season. Like, unbelievable. So, Rowing champion? Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm all in on Gendry, and I, I think you guys actually have it right, though. I think that Arya is either going to saddle up with him, not to, not, for lack of a better term, or I think, literally, she's going to ice Cersei... And she's going to put on a face and she's going to bounce to Bravos Because she said, she's like, I'm not a lady. That's not my status. So she's going to bounce with a new face to somewhere else because that's what she does. That's what she knows how to do. Sure. Who do you think? So I'm
3: going to say this with almost no confidence. I I think that it's going to be Daenerys. I know that that seems like the cliché. Dude, I'm in. Like, well, I'm in. Well, why would it be? Why would I think it's going to be like, a, be 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 like to a like a bittersweet way to do it. Where like she gets the throne and then she kind of looks around. And there's no Jorah. Maybe Jon Snow is dead. She kind of looks around and she's like, "All right, I won, but at what cost?" They'll give us some kind of bittersweet ending like
0: that. I think. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you all the way. Uh, Thrones has been... Thrones is the anti-traditional central. That That's really where they made their bread and butter. Maybe that's why this season and the last one is so frustrating. It's all been yeah. just traditional storytelling. That's exactly it. Yeah, that, like
2: the Brienne and Jamie crap that yeah, like went the I Brienne and Jamie, in like, living in like the Battle Brienne, of
0: the Brienne, if this was Thrones, Brienne would have turned Jamie down and went for Tormund. Exactly. Like that yeah, that would have exactly, been the play. Like, exactly. like, turn down the bad boy, like, go with Tormund. Sure. With that said... I mean, yeah, it's uh I'm excited. I'm very excited for this week. Beyond. Can't it's, wait.
2: So why did Arya as she's riding away on her horse with the hound, say, "I'm not coming back to Winterfell." Like that really stuck with me. Like, are you going well, to die? I think, are you I going? I think she's just
3: saying, like, "I'm going into a perilous situation. I probably won't return." I imagine I'm going to die because her sisters That's there. there how I her sisters
2: that. there. Like her fa- and she's all yeah. about family. Like, why? I don't think she I come back. Uh, I
3: don't think she's saying like I'm going to leave and not come back out of choice. I think she's saying like I'm going to undertake this dangerous mission. I probably won't come back.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that plain and clear, brown eyes. Blue eyes, sure. Green eyes, yeah. you know. You know where she's going. Cersei. Yeah. So it's just a matter of whether, like, you see the crowd. She's letting people in. So did Arya get inside King's Landing? And then does she get inside those gates when she's letting the general in? Because when you get in those gates, it's all over. My yeah, God, can you imagine? But we have to still set up for. And I mean, I know if you're a book reader, you're in for this. Clegane Bowl. Of course. We're all waiting for Bowl. We're Grey- all waiting for Bowl. Gray
2: Worm is now the. Uh, e- There's three people in this bowl now.
0: Bro, my my poor boy gray Worm, dude. (laughs) Did did you see him, though, when it happened? Oh, my lord. It was like he knew he had his, like, full army. Like, imagine not having your boys with you, but, like, having your full army behind you, like, when your girl gets, like, whacked.
2: Well, imagine trying to find another girl when you don't got your junk downstairs.
3: Like, that's tough. Oh, yeah. Like, he
2: did how are have you going to find... Like, he... There's
0: not going to be another one that's like,
3: hey, no, I'm cool with it.
2: Yeah, right? Like, I'm cool with it. And she, he finally found a really attractive girl that's okay with it, and she just gets her head chopped off right in front of him.
0: Brutal, man. There's it's... no Tinder in Westeros. Tinderos. <laughs> there is,
2: no, there is no Tinder in Westeros. So you say Daenerys.
3: I say Daenerys.
2: I can't even... Th- I-, I said Jandri and Arya, but after last episode, I don't know... Um so I think the way it's going and the way it's going, I mean, not that I've read the books, but like what I'm hearing, it's going completely away from what I would have expected. I'm gonna say Jon Snow. Like it's getting very, okay. it's getting very uh, well, Hollywood, where it's like gonna sure. give them what they want.
3: Well, and I'll say this too: the fact that Jon Snow didn't get the kill on the Night King, like maybe they have something else in mind for him. Maybe his big moment's not gonna be, you know, dying in the Great War. It's gonna be all right, whatever. You're the real heir. You get to sit on the throne. It's not what I imagined, but
0: like if the fact that he didn't get the Night King, I didn't imagine that. I thought he was getting that kill for sure. Kid Harrington in the behind the episode said was, he was shocked. He was pissed. He was shocked that he did not that he wasn't one so. Oh mad. Yeah. So now I'm playing on your theory, but if he didn't think if he knows he's not getting king, then he would have for sure thought he was killing the Night sure, King. Sure. Like, right. Right. So now I don't know. I, I always use that. It's like it's like when a sporting bets, betting line doesn't make sense. I like use it the other way. Ugh, yeah.
4: The worst. Yeah.
2: So next episode, obviously, they're, they're lining up for Battle of Westeros. What do you, think's gonna do you think is going to happen? Do you think, what, 50% of the main characters will be
0: gone? I think that they could go back to classic thrones, though. This is the thing. Because at the end of last episode, Daenerys was, like, about to attack, right? Like, she was just about to get on the dragon and just, like, fly right at him. doesn't make any sense. It looked like she had, like, 30 people there. It looked like yeah. she had, like, yeah, 30, we're, we're, 30 unsullied. I think that she's going to bust it back. Okay, this is where she's going to bust it back in the dragon zone, be like, this was unacceptable. Varys and Tyrion, like, you two are on final double-deck secret probation. Final double-secret yep. probation. Yeah, like, and if you throw another party, Animal House is going to be banned from campus. Um, She's going to go to that. You're going to think she's going to kill him because she has every reason to. They've literally done nothing but fuck up, and now they're conspiring behind her, like, That's the funny thing, is that she has a legitimate reason to go mad queen. Like, like, you were supposed to be good in Westeros, and you're the worst. She's going to let them have the pass, and then you're going to get the final 40... 50 minutes is going to be like the battle with the fallout and stuff like that. And maybe, maybe someone sneaking behind enemy lines. And then you got one episode left after. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. uh, no, I, I uh, how do I fill this void? That's what Th- I've been saying. Throne, <laughs> thrones draw. Yeah. Well, read the well, books.
0: Doing, I guess they're doing everything. Did you see those specials? They got like the weekend singing on, or no Quavo or whoever's uh, singing no. on the iron throne what? or no Travis Scott, Travis Scott. I'm okay. sorry. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They got like people I did see filming like music that. videos, like on like the set or because they're going to milk thrones or anything. Where did you see a, uh, did you see SNL? Or SNL was talking about like HBO's is just gonna put Thrones into everything? No, I didn't like, see that. They're like Law and Order, like Kings Landing, like you know, for <laughs> SVU, like and they had legitimately Ice Cube and the lady from Law and Order like walking Marissa through Clark Kings day, Landing. That's yes. awesome. Yeah, they were walking through Kings it Landing. It's like looks like a peasant had a bad day. Like you know,
2: like, they're, they're like talking. You like, know what's funny? Order. Hearing you say that, I'd be like, I'd turn in. Yeah. I'd watch yeah. that. Oh, it I was look hung, hung, It looked like I'm legit watching.
0: amazing. They they put their full effort. In. We're they, looking they,
2: for a girl in this brothel. Where is she?
1: <laughs> so, so it'll end up being like The Sopranos, where Someone, they literally just people showed up. Are already and like,
0: pissed. People are already pissed at like how it's winding down. Someone
2: said they're they're gonna leave it open to discussion and debate, and that's how they're gonna end Thrones, where you don't know, but they kind of show you what's gonna happen, but they don't actually tell what
1: you. What if they're sitting at like a dinner table, and then the camera pans over to like the famous person, and then a the screen just goes black?
2: A famous per- what person? It's the how The Sopranos, I, it's the sopranos, ended. sopranos the ended. Oh. He's referencing.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: I, Famous I person, someone prominent in the show. There we go. That sounds better. <laughs> someone,
2: <laughs> someone prominent yeah, in me the some show. characters, Tim. Yeah, tell me. Give me five characters, Tim. <sighs> I
1: I'm not even gonna try. The equivalent Aria.
0: of the equivalent of that in like in Thrones, though, it's so hard because like the the one interpretation of that was that the one guy like like shot Tony like right like that was the thing. Now there was another other school of thought that like the viewer was the one that got whacked. Do you ever look into that one? Like how like we lost the sight of it because like we got whacked.
1: No, I've I've read read it. I mean, I've never seen before, that's a that's yeah. a really
0: good one. It's really it makes sense because basically the last season, like the deaths were also super gratuitous. Like think like Philly getting his head smushed by the car, so, like, at the gas station. So what you're
2: saying is the camera is gonna like turn around and act like it's sitting on the throne, it'll be like us sitting on the throne. Yep, that's that's think, exactly think, how it could be. I,
1: I
0: forget who alluded to it though, but I think we definitely see someone on the throne and just like. We won that war, but like, like not. There will be other wars, but like, it came at a great cost, and sure. like, like, like it wasn't. You know, we didn't keep the the realms intact.
2: I, there's just how big the show is. There's no good way to end it. Definitely not. So it's real tough, yeah. It's so real tough.
1: I want to do uh, uh, with Zach what for Trainwreck. What you guys were doing earlier, like, if so, the other people Uh-oh. who are part of Trainwreck. What characters in Game of Thrones <laughs> we were, would you we, describe them? With? Oh,
0: this is great! This is so, great! Yeah, okay, so we we're perfect. going. We we're trying
2: to figure out what not. So, what character would Tim be in Game of Thrones? And yeah, let's do that. would be fun. So we'll go around. What, what, I mean, take your time, I guess. I mean, it took me a long time yeah, to get up. You
0: guys do them first, and then I'll do the train wreck for sure. All Sorry, right. we're doing ourselves first? Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that what we're
3: doing? Well, we talked earlier. No, no, no. no you
0: got to do others. You, you can't yeah, do
1: you. Like, no, 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 you like, sure, I'm sure. Jamie Lannister we season episode yeah, one, episode one. Yeah, we all want to be
3: Jamie Lannister. Uh,
1: Marty said, do me.
3: Uh oh.
0: But not Marty. in the sense of like. excited over there. Shout out to Marty. He's been hanging hanging on here, saddling up. Marty? At Adolph's.
3: Uh, so Marty's got like a military history, so maybe like a gray worm type thing.
2: Don't give him credit you know? like
3: that. Yeah, you have no, uh, you know what I'm talking about. What downstairs. about torment What about Tormund? Ah, he doesn't have the beard for it, you know. Okay. How does he feel about big women? I don't know. Okay. okay. I don't know if he could pull right, We're off. going
2: right there. So Tim was. Who'd you pick? Tim? I picked Gren for him. Tim is he's a, lo-
3: he's a loyal soldier. He gets to take down a giant. He's dead. I'm sorry, Tim, but so, he yeah. did a great job. Did I go out? In a he cool was loyal. You least? went out in an awesome way. You defended okay. the realm. So, you and were the shield that guarded so the realm of So, Tim them.
2: is Gren. We picked you as Tyrion.
3: Mostly, I assume, because I'm short. Not even that, because, because yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: as I said, you and I, we're not really that <laughs> athletic. We can't be well, in the we front can't lines. Fight. <laughs> we're not going to um, contribute anything smart. athletically. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm going with Tyrion for you. Uh, Marty. So, Marty is a condescending a-hole.
3: Yeah. <laughs> who's uh, the most condescending he, dick So, he's really
2: negative. So, who's really negative, condescending... No one really likes him, and they think he's an a
3: hole until they meet him. It kind of is Jamie Lannister. Yeah, yeah, describing. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it does um, kind of work.
2: But he's.
3: <sighs>
2: oh, oh <laughs> Ramsey? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty so, sure anyone who's
0: Ramsey equivalent is like in prison. Yeah.
2: So, so. Uh,
0: or on the run.
1: <laughs> Who did you say Brandon was? Did you come up with that? Yeah, Jeff? we already. Came- no, I don't think we did. Brandon. No, we didn't come.
3: So I can't come up with myself.
1: Jeff, you got to come up with something for Brandon.
3: So we were talking earlier about how he's not Bran Stark because he has really nothing in common with, uh, with Bran
2: Just because my name is Brandon. Plus he, plus I...
0: he thinks Bran's dead.
2: No, no, he does.
3: He does.
1: Uh, <laughs> I have no idea.
0: Tim <laughs> oh, doesn't know yeah, what's going we, we got to come up with one for I haven't Brandon, even though. seen
1: a dragon yet, so I don't know uh, half of the show.
2: Oh, no. So what do you think? Marty, I don't want to give you Jamie Lannister. I don't want to do it. He doesn't have the good looks. So who, who's a guy that was like a really good fighter, but, you know, he's just blah. He's just there. Who is a that? Good guy? Bron. Just Bron. There? Bron. Yeah. Bron. That's a good one. See this,
3: Bron. There yep, you go.
2: Yep. Got you. Boom. He's now he's now yeah. picking up his phone to Google Bron.
1: All right. So now that you've had some time to think about it. Okay. All like I, three, I, had a, I had a little
0: buffer. I had a little buffer. So for myself, I got to start with definitely Jon Snow. Nothing to do with the looks because I have no beard. I can't grow facial hair even if I was north of the wall for like a decade. But I constantly know nothing. And I'm a, I got a great pouty face, which Jon Snow also has. You know that even an episode in. Like oh we yeah. You know Jon yeah. Snow has a great pouty face. Um, let's see who else was I thinking of for our Bron? I was thinking of Funnel Guy Tristan All because right. he came in and it, like he was always there, but then his stock rise like immediately, and now he's like huge, like similar to Br- Sir Braun or Sir Bron of the Blackwater. Um, let's see, we got Al. I was or let's see, we got Al. I I want I'm gonna skip Al real quick. We're gonna go to Ty B. Again, I can't capture all aspects here because nobody can capture all the aspects of this guy. But Ty B is Littlefinger. He's making it happen through his networks. He's like, he's got like like he'll just have something like he'll set up something with like and you won't even know. It'll be like, oh yeah, we're at like FC Buffalo on like Friday. Like we got set up for like the But it's pretty little play. finger, yeah. Like yeah, yeah like, like he sets up these things. He networks it. So not necessarily the evil aspect because nobody's really being evil, but as far as the networking and everything like that. Um, I mean Al like you know i hate to say it Tywin. like when he walks in you know people are just like oh my gosh it's al like heads up looking forward like don't be don't be slouching when al's around because you know <laughs> you'll end up you'll end up you'll end up uh that's pretty good cleaning up the outhouses and then uh let's see we got dj supreme and josh let's see who would they be they would be like
1: you guys could probably help name josh you know him as yeah, well yeah who would too? josh oh,
0: well be. Uh, yeah sure. we, we need a team up for josh who would he be what do you think brandon
2: god josh is Tall, cocky.
0: Dario Naharis. Yes. 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 Oh, Dario, Dario, Dario Naharis. Dario Josh How could it Harris. Been anyone Dario, but Dario Josh Harris. Yeah, right, yes. Yeah. Okay. So you got that one. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, who do you got for Supreme? Let's see. I'm just trying to think. I mean, he spins all the tunes. The only guy who, like, does music in, like, the realm we got crushed. You, Podrick it, sings. Podrick, Podrick. I mean, I, I hate to say <laughs> yeah. Supreme. Supreme is, like, in way, out in was thrown out the moon door. Yeah, Marillion did get tossed. That's unfortunate. I mean, I guess we're going to have to go with Podrick for Supreme, so that would be our crew. All right. We're rocking a lot worse than Podrick. Nice, oh, Al. Oh, Al might also be the hound. Or, uh, yeah, just constantly, like, drinking. Hammered. All right. All right no, man, that hound. was good
1: for only, like, two or three minutes to think yeah. about it. to so. Get
0: them together. I love my throne. I'm gonna be
2: myself. That's why I'm just gonna jump into never jump be into anyone. Westeros. Never
0: be anyone <laughs> but yourself, be, Brandon. Just
1: gonna jump into
2: Westeros and be myself. Where That's what it, I'm wear it, wear it as armor. Cut never off sleeves be used all the way down. Cut off the, sleeve yeah. with the sleeve on Band my head. head. Yeah. Um, so yeah, next week's episode is gonna be ridiculous, um, and I'm I'm actually really looking forward to coming next week to talk about what happened because I feel like a lot of the characters we love will be gone, and I, I guess I'm looking forward to them making up for what. They did for the Battle of Winterfell because everyone didn't yeah. like it. So I'm hoping they make up for it. So sure. we
0: we all hated. We're all into this next episode. so Let's make one prediction. Starting with you, Tim.
1: Oh wow! So <laughs> see, that's why it's you. Yeah. Gotta no, start no, no, with no. All right, let's see. Two episodes in, Tim. Um, let's prediction. See.
0: Well, just one. Just one big prediction for for next episode.
1: Uh, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna say who actually gets the throne. I don't think anyone's gonna know. I heard you guys talk about this and say <laughs> who's gonna get it. <laughs>
0: Such a, a bold prediction. Out, such a, a bold prediction. It's okay. It was, it was a solid take. Them.
1: No, I, I like you said. You said we might not know who it might be. Us. It might be a camera that pans out, and you don't actually know. They're gonna leave it open to interpretation.
0: Imagine if for the last scene of Thrones they use Journey, don't stop believing. On like. Oh my <laughs> god, to <that'd> be hysterical.
1: <laughs> um, my bold
2: prediction for the next episode is when Tormund and Ghost go north because they're gonna scan something. There will be White
3: Walkers.
0: Okay. That's bold.
3: That's my bold
2: prediction.
0: That is a fucking good one. Now, That's there it. is a prediction.
3: I won't say this is a, a particularly bold one, be, but because like, storytelling kind of you know, leads me to believe that this, this will happen. But I think that Grey Worm will challenge the Mountain, and I think Grey Worm is going to lose and get cut in half. I think the Mountain kills Grey Worm next episode. How did, before you I go, like like how,
2: the Mountain has such a great kill of just squeezing a dude's eye sockets yep. out. Like, what is he going to do next?
3: I don't I'm know. am looking forward. And remember, f- that's when he could still like feel pain. Now he's in theory like this invincible dude who's even stronger. So what's he gonna do to Grey Worm?
1: So there's one episode left, right? Not two. Two. No, sorry, there there's are two. Two. There are okay. Two episodes. Two episodes.
3: All right, Zach, what do you got?
0: Ah, uh, I mean, I I think you gotta get a big death next episode. I mean, it, it, Cersei dying next episode wouldn't really even be a big prediction. I mean, I right, like just to clarify, I, I think that's not a big prediction. Could, I mean. Sure. Is she so done? what's the what's the biggest character you think that they could? That, kill that's next where episode? I'm at. Like like, Daenerys could Daenerys die? Oh, I hope she's not. huge. I want to. I mean, sound. It's gonna, this is the thing. I I, I have, think, I the think there's zero percent Gendry dies. That's the funny thing. I think okay. there's zero percent because like yeah. you just like announced him as like a Lord of the like just so he could die the next episode. That would just be bad writing. But yeah. uh, I mean, I think Daenerys could. Maybe like amidst like the wreckage of everything, King's Landing has like an A bomb go off of it. When yeah, like, they've got you the know. wildfire and stuff. Yeah. I mean, they
3: could get that
2: involved. Still a little wildfire, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, we haven't seen the end of wildfire. That's coming back somewhere. Tim, what were you we uh, going to say? I was
1: going to say I realize now that with two episodes left, my prediction is is not good. It's at all right. All, so. y- I
2: mean, Brand's dead in your eyes. So <laughs> yeah,
0: no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two, 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 has two episodes left. There. Lock in a new one then.
1: So, th- for the next episode, what is it, you guys need something about a forest. Uh, let's see. What else? <laughs> <about a> forest? <laughs> forest? Uh, These are
0: both
3: predictions because I thought it was going to be about a city, and Tim's throwing forests at us. Here comes the forest. What do you got?
1: That's it? Forest, forest gum. Something about a forest. <laughs> now, the episode's going to be an hour and 20 minutes long.
2: Oh, we already know we the know time. We know that. It's been announced. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Damn
1: it. Well, that's not even a prediction. All right, then. Tim, you're doing no. a good job over here. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know who's dead. Half the characters have already okay, died. Th- so. n- name
3: a character you know. and You know, know that Brand is crippled. Maybe you could predict that he stands up or something. <laughs> I already predicted that <laughs> My he's bold dead. prediction
1: is Brand walks.
3: walks. Again,
2: yeah, there we go. That's my prediction. My prediction is yeah, Bran yeah, walks. Bran walks again. Oh, didn't see that coming. He's been faking it this <laughs>
1: whole time. <laughs> <whole laughs> uh, he's been making me for, years. That for that nothing. That is hysterical.
2: <laughs> brand just stands up and kills Cersei himself. that's <laughs> yeah, lazy
1: man. And he says we're not that drunk.
2: Jokes on you guys. Yeah. I was fine the whole
0: time. Yeah. <laughs> What's the closest movie equivalent of that? Like Kevin Spacey being yes. Kaiser Soze. Yes. Yeah, 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 Yep. Yes. Yeah. Kevin
3: Spacey just. Uh, like Who's being... the most unlikely one to kill? To like get the the kill in the end, you know, like hot pie or somebody. Oh, oh, <laughs>
0: see, that's the thing. I would love hot, hot pie with hot like pie with like a throne. with like a po poison pie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I got real good at cooking them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's a fact. Hot pie out of nowhere comes in. Obscure quote. I didn't think I'd hear on this <laughs> podcast. I just dude, can you? Just, a big, just a big, big old middle finger it. and f you to yeah. Game of Thrones. Fans. Oh, you thought you were getting a good ending? Nah, it's the hot pie ending. <laughs> it's a hot pie comes and <laughs> sits on the
2: throne.
1: Well, I will say this: for all of the hype that everyone has and everyone's invested in it, I hope the ending is good. I would hate for it to be like The Village, an ending like that, or something so stupid, yeah. or like how Dexter ended. How dumb people the hate Dexter. I, oh I, I was about
0: to start it, and then like that last season started, and people were just like, "Don't even do it." Yeah. Um. But I hope
1: I hope the ending is good for you guys. Here's a, here's do.
0: a quick switch. I'm gonna flip the table on you boys before we get out the term of endings or the the, uh, the idea of endings. Did you ever see a movie that was terrible and had a really good ending?
2: Like, give me time to think. This okay. Of- here's yeah. mine.
0: I'm gonna start it off. There was a movie with Kiefer Sutherland, Mirrors. Okay, so the thing is, he becomes like a security guard at like an old museum, like, and it's like a really mysterious job. There's only like two security guards. Yada yada. There's all these mirrors, and like the idea is like that these souls got like caught in these mirrors, and like then they're like attacking. That's the horror aspect of it. So like his family has like a couple mirrors in the house, like so he goes to the house, and like the the, the spirit can get like in you, and then when it gets to like another mirror, like it can get in the mirror. Not a good movie, obviously. As you can as tell you've, by what you just did, as <laughs> you've heard me describe it. But then at the end of the movie, Kiefer said that, like, I'm going to spoil it right here. Just, just watch I it. Spoiler out. alert. Watch go for it. it. He's walking out of like the thing after he defeats like the spirit, like the spirit comes out of the mirror and like explodes and he's walking out and like, he looks in and everything is like reversed. He's in the mirror.
2: Okay. That's pretty cool. I know. That yeah. Is, yeah. It's pretty so, good. so
0: for the last three minutes of the movie, like nobody's acknowledging him and at first, he like, it doesn't bother him. Then like, he's really trying to get people to acknowledge him and like, Everything is twisted around, and his first like re- way of realizing he's trapped is he sees something like reversed, basically as you would see it in a mirror. So a, bad movie, to, a bad movie,
1: bad movie with a good ending. good ending. Because that's
0: the thing, a good ending can make like a movie yeah. decent. It's it's like tough, you know.
1: I can think of a movie that has a good beginning but a terrible ending. The which Departed. Is, oh, way easy. That's that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. super easy. The like the Departed. Jeepers, Jeepers creepers.
0: Pain and gain with Mark Wahlberg. Never even heard of that movie. A bad
1: movie with a good answer. Mark Wahlberg and The Rock.
0: I'm I'm
1: going to think uh, about this for a week and I'm going to try and come back with a good answer. Okay. Because I can't think of anything. It's a good one to think about. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's a great thing.
3: That should be on our next podcast. A bad movie? Do a little research. Let me me think
1: about it. Comment on this with uh, your guys' suggestions. Oh, yeah, actually. That's great.
3: That's a great idea. All
2: right. Zach, I. Appreciate you jumping on, by the way. This is You guys been made awesome. it easy.
0: I was it felt like jumping into the YMCA pool. I was just ready to go right when I got here. <laughs> that, no, yeah. man,
1: you were fantastic. Thank <laughs> you for taking um, the time.
0: Do you have any questions for us? I mean, what episode is this? One 47. 20,
1: 147. 147, okay. You 48, guys, I think. Guys, 47 or 48. You guys
0: got a little lead on us. Uh, so we might as well catch up to you. What is this, every week?
1: Yep, <laughs> we try to. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. Do, you to. Do, you,
0: do you guys have a podcast? Well, I know see, you do the live. This is why it's so confusing. People are like, Trainwreck Sports, you're a podcast, right? We're like, We got, like, four podcasts, and, like, they just, like, alternate. And, like, when right now, when there's no Bills and Sabres, like, two of them are, like, basically offline. So it almost seems like. So we got our weekly episode of Trainwreck tonight, which is essentially a podcast that's, like, all the stories that week. Then we got Crossing Swords, which is.
1: A great name, Sabers.
0: Oh, I mean, the guy who came up with it was a genius. I had to pay him. Uh, We got Bill's Central Station. We got Bullet Points, which is the UB podcast. That one goes every. And all of those, when the teams are in season, go every week. And then what they just started, which is back today, roughly four to five times a week, ten minutes roughly a piece. Degenerate danger zone. So you're getting your daily betting plays from all the top betters around Western New York, and at least a little intuition into what might be the target as far as free money is concerned. Okay. Yeah, we. Uh, w- a lot of variety. Oh
1: geez, yeah, you guys have you
0: guys, you guys are- dabble in the betting at all? What's what's going on
2: there? Uh, betting like sports betting. Yeah. Uh, I don't think do. any of us we do. We do a weekly pick'em challenge. Yeah, we <laughs> do. see that's
0: like a safe way of doing it. That's like okay, I'm not gonna get out of control, but I want to like put my knowledge to the test. Either. No,
2: but the weekly pick'em is like we're picking football put, games like that the we're, games we, we that play in our leagues.
1: Like we're <laughs> playing. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, that's.
0: Pick them on your own games. You guys are like Pete Rose.
2: Pretty yeah, much. We, uh, yeah, so we the football league we're in, Marty always bets every, week there's a, every week there's a pick them, and you kind of pick the winners of who you do, and at the end of the season, a, the winner gets a prize.
0: Marty, you bet against yourself?
1: I, I never bet against myself. <laughs> okay, okay, because I was going to say, that's I've not never, a very Dario
0: Nahara's move. I've
1: never bet against myself either. I always pick my team to win. doesn't <laughs> always work out that way, but I always pick my team to win.
0: But boys, A, I want to thank you for having my ability to reserve a spot for this softball league that I most definitely will be following up on and be having me on this amazing show here at Adolphs on the the Southern Ward.
1: Absolutely, man. We look forward to, uh, yeah, the old First Ward. Yeah, we look forward to you uh, playing uh, softball with us, and uh, we're very thankful for you to take the time to come on with us. It'll be
0: great when you
2: got your softball team. We'll break down your softball game. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Well, that's the thing. You guys... When we go to gambling, we don't go halfway. We're gonna be having alternate run lines. We'll be having totals. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, if Lunch I have to, if I have to serve up a couple meatballs, to hit the over. I mean, we're lacing it right, to, we're lacing it right down the middle. Or maybe I'll just walk them in. I'll, I'll play it safe.
2: <laughs> I don't know, guys. I bet the under on this. We're, we're good where we are right four, now. Four
1: straight over the backstop.
0: <laughs> Come on, you got to know in softball, the under is the play. The unders. You think so? Oh yeah, it's like the NBA regular season. It's like just looks ugly. You got to bet it. All right. So I don't do much very betting, so I'm in. Well, I'm, I'm making that up.
2: Well, it sounds good. <laughs> well, you were very believable. So if you want truth and good betting lines, de- degenerate de- de- danger. De- yeah, so. yeah, there we go.
0: Oh yeah. If you want people to make up stuff, but then admit that they were making it up, that's train sports.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, obviously on the show. So at Game on Buffalo, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram.
2: Oh, do you want to at, do a shout out? Uh, your
1: Twitter at, handle I was going to say it's at Trainwreck Sports, but with no O.
0: Yeah, so Trainwreck Spurts. Spurts. You know? Yeah, don't mess with the O on Twitter. But uh, yeah, on Instagram, we got that as well. And then, yeah. I think we're on MySpace. I think we're still there. You guys
1: are on Facebook. Game on, on is, in, is
0: in my top eight now on MySpace. So you guys just oh, moved fantastic. up from, from yes. 11, 11 to up. 7. And yeah, you ever you ever move those top eights around back in the day? I never that can had my a, that can be a controversial move. You know? Huge people, move. People analyze that stuff. Yeah, no. I think I think Patricia Thomas, Thurman Thomas's wife, is going to be pissed because she's going to be down from like oh, eight to ten. We're going to hear oh, about no. it from oh, her. No. Well, we're all in trouble. <laughs> and you're at Zach. Sheldon. Oh yeah, at Zach Sheldon. If you want to block me. <laughs>
1: all right. Uh, perfect. Thanks, guys. It was fun. <laughs>